0: Brought to you
1: by SIP for your cause. Welcome again to another episode of Let's Talk Nonprofits, our platform where we provide opportunities to increase the awareness, funding, sustainability, and ultimately, the impact of nonprofit organizations. This is our platform where we provide best practices to help nonprofits in the sector improve upon their performances and again, ultimately get to their increased impact. So today we're excited to thank our sponsor for your calls for allowing this opportunity for this great content to continue. We would also like to welcome you to subscribe to our channel to stay up to date with all of our shows as they appear so that you can get great information about improving your organization whether it's governance or processes or marketing every aspect Mm -hmm. of your organization. You can subscribe at youtube.com slash bizlinks TV again youtube.com forward slash BizLinks TV. Also, visit our website at bizlinks.tv and find our other shows where great content is available. This morning, we're so excited that we have a great leader that's been around in the metro Atlanta area for a number of years, leading the organization of Jesus Set the Captive Free. And we have none other than Ms. Barbara Williams with us this morning. And welcome. Good morning. Glad
0: to be here this morning. Well, we're thank so, you all for inviting
1: me. Oh, well, we're glad to have you here. When we had the opportunity to meet you actually at the Morehouse School of Medicine where there was an event going on and you actually were teaching a class there, uh, leading instruction there. And once we began to learn about your organization, it was a no-brainer that we had to have you on. So welcome again. I would like, before we get started with the nitty-gritty, every single show, I tell people I want them to know who the person, the human person is in terms of the leader behind the great organizations. A lot of people see organizations doing great things and think, oh wow, that person extraordinary. But what i found is that the person is very ordinary. They've just accepted an extraordinary challenge. So would you just share with us briefly about who Ms. Barbara Williams is?
0: Well, I'm the oldest sibling of my family. Um, I'm the assistant pastor at St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, who our honorable pastor is Earl L. Calloway. And, I ha- and I'm a compassionate, number one. And that's why I chose the field that I'm in, because I have compassion for people. Because in, the, in my heart it says, go ye to all the lands and teach the gospel. And that's what I do. I try to tell somebody about somebody who sets the captives free.
1: Well, I tell you, uh, you you actually said about teaching the gospel and spreading, and this is just another means by which you do that. I, I know everything in my research that I found out about Jesus set the captive free, I see intertwined. You consistently press upon the fact that it is a ministry that it is about spreading the word. And so I I hear you uh, reiterate that fact. Also, I would tell you something that just stood out to me in terms of researching about the organization is your belief statement. And uh, it says, well, would you share with us the belief statement? And then just explain to us what does it mean? It says, if each one reach one individual, the
0: world will be in divine order. My motto is, if we can feed one person, they'll tell somebody, and that person can also tell somebody about who said them, and they will lead them back to us. And each one tells someone about those who have been hungry and outdoors, and we fed them. Those who was naked, we clothed them. Those who were sick, we visited them. Those that was in prison, we visited them. Those that were homeless, we found housing for them. And we feel like if each person tells somebody, Somebody else will tell somebody, and then that will be in divine order because that's where God has said it, that we intertwine one with the other.
1: Oh, wow, powerful. I tell you, and I'm so grateful that uh, you explained that because when I read it, It it, it just stayed in my mind, I've got to hear what she has to say about this (laughs) divine order piece. So I thank you for that deeper clarification and profound uh, belief statement. Now, I will say this, that uh, you guys have been around for quite some time, starting December 2001. Well, we actually, at our 501c3 in
0: December 2001, we actually started um, May 1994. Uh, my girlfriend and I okay. actually started it then.
1: Okay, so what yeah. drove you guys to start this, This I, I'm going to call it a ministry, this non-profit organization? Okay, well it is a ministry. Yeah. Uh, we started
0: because of Compassion. She and I usually travel around the country. And every place we went, there were always a place where there were homeless people that were hungry, outdoors, in the rain, in the cold. And it became... Uh, revelant to us that we can do something because we know some people. Okay. And so, since we know some people, we can tell them what we feel about the people being homeless okay. and outside. Okay.
1: You know, I, I'm going to pick up on a nugget that she just shared with us. And you know, on this show, that's what it's all about trying to find meaningful nuggets that other organizations can implement in terms of their processes and operating their organization. But she said, we know someone, they knew someone. In other words, that rings out, they networked, they utilized resources that were available to them to begin to bring about meaningful change. So would you agree with that? That's exactly what you meant? Part A, part
0: B. Okay. Part A is we knew God. Mm. And we knew what he would have us to do. Okay. And then part B was we did know some people that were passionate about this also Okay, and we begin to partner with them
1: well thank you, thank you, again guys you know, again best practices you know, you can't do it alone, even within your own human self, but in this particular case where there's a ministry focused and no one's ashamed to share you know, understanding yeah. that there's a God that will provide the means to achieve the resource, provide the resource that's necessary for your organization to have the impact that you seek and then she also identifies yeah, and although that spiritual em- emphasis is there, you know god uses people so she says that there are human beings who had resources and connections Mm -hmm. to help it so as you're operating your organizations think along those lines especially if your spiritual ministry you know keep that the forefront but also don't ignore the fact that you have resources in other people so Thank you. That's the first nugget. I, I you do a lot. Your organization does a lot in terms of services. I I, I must admit I was I was very impressed. You know, you guys offer at least four that are just categorical. And when I say four categorical, there's a subset of services underneath those. So would you share? I I know that there's the mentoring, the skill development, the supportive services, the residential home life. So would you share some details about either one or? either or all? Well, in the gamut, I
0: okay. can uh, share a little information with yeah. all of them in one. Okay. Um, we actually uh, house the individuals that want to be housed, as we know everybody don't want to come in out of the rain. Mm-hmm. They, uh, and when we house them, we actually help them in the first 90 days to get um, their identification together. Okay. A lot of them come in, they've lost their identification they lost their um, purpose for living. So we kind of give them another purpose for living. And then after we do that, we begin to focus on their needs. What What do they need? And I found out that the best way to service a person is to know what they need. We know what we see the need is, but that's not always what they need. We found out a lot of them have mental health issues. A lot of them have health issues and we come together as a full gamut to try to... If we can't do it, like we said, the collaborations that we yeah. collaborate with, yeah. they're able to continue the process yeah. so that we'll be able to give them a full service.
1: Yeah. You know, I've heard just in that statement alone, you know, there's just profound information, nuggets to pull from there. Yeah. You know, one, I heard that you just don't go and service your recipients about what you think they need, but you listen to find out what their needs are, and I think a lot of times organizations miss that. You know, we think we have, or the organization leadership, we have the solution to your problem, and they really don't understand the problem. And I hear that you prioritize your target. You just don't come in, try to house them, those things. You deal with the person. So I would tell you that uh, I, I would say another nugget is, you know, before you jump in and try to provide services to your individual targets, wherever sector you may be in within that uh, nonprofit arena, you know, understand who your targets are, what, wh- who your target recipients are. You know, what are they looking for? What are they asking for? Because you might think that you have what they need and you fully haven't understood clearly what they want. They want. The other thing I heard you indicate was that uh, you know everybody might not be re- uh, receptive of what you have to offer, and I'm losing my thought because there was some other nugget that you you said that was so strong and powerful. Uh, collaborating, uh, she mentioned collaboration. In other words, she says that if we find that uh, Jesus set the captive free, can't provide the need that that person has. They have collaborations with other organizations, agencies. I know you are uh, you're very well connected. I mean, <laughs> very. There are multiple organizations, whether it's government or the United Way and other churches. And so she has a very good mixture and diverse p- uh, partnership. And when they can't directly fulfill that need, I'm hearing you say that's when your collaborators come in and fulfill the need that the individual yes. may have. Yes. Let me tell you, guys, again, that is one of the most uh, profound statements that can be made. You know, you can't do it alone. Again, guys, you can't service all the needs. Like you say, you may be looking to provide someone shelter but they need something more and you may not have it. But if you have collaborations that are developed and they're functional, guys, you can do a whole lot more. So we appreciate you sharing that nugget. I I also want to get into uh, the fact that uh, she talked about the individuals and homelessness is their focus, but they really do a lot more than just um, provide shelter for the homelessness. First of all, would you identify who your service target is? Our service target is uh, veterans and those that
0: are coming out of prison, incarceration. We service them uh, first because that's where the mission actually came from, um, setting the captives free, not only physically but mentally. Uh, We found a lot of people, even though they were um, walking around free, mentally they was was confined to themselves, and they didn't realize that there are other people that needed them. A lot of seniors, we have a lot of seniors that were actually thinking that life was over and we incorporated them and now they get the chance to talk to the younger generation that we bring in because we come in, we start from like 21 all the way up and they have the opportunity to share with them some of their nuggets in life to help them move on. So we actually um, service not only those that are homeless but those are to keep Preventing from being homeless because a lot of people look at that the people that are on the streets are the only ones that are homeless. Right. But there's a lot of people in their own homes are actually homeless right. in their own state because they don't have lights. Mm. They don't have uh, water, gas. I just had a young man the other day call me with a $5,000 electric bill. Mm. And, and, and even though he's in there, that's not suitable condition. Right. So homeless is a large gamut. It's not just those on the streets. It's those
1: that are in their homes also. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that because, you know, you've definitely expanded my view of homelessness. I, I never considered that. But, you know, you, you're right. Those are conditions similar to being out on the street. hmm That's profound. I I really appreciate this opportunity to even just learn more about what you provide. But I tell you, uh, homelessness prevention is what um, let the Jesus let the captive set the captive free is about. Not just intervening where they already have become homeless, but preventing that uh, process from happening. Well, we want to take a commercial break to give recognition to our sponsors and our advertisers, and we want to ensure that please come back. And we would like to say, again, thank you to our uh, sh- show sponsor, uh, SIP for Your Cause. You can reach them at www.sipforyourcause.org. They are about helping nonprofits, again, increase their awareness, their funding, the sustainability, and ultimately their impact by providing some very profound and uh, resources that help that organization function at a very high level. So we will see you right after the break. What happens when soldiers come home? Brene Foundation offers hero support to ensure that our heroes abroad can continue to be heroes at home. We link veterans with organizations who are dedicated to guiding the transition from military hero to civilian hero. If you want to find out how you can support our troops at home, please contact the Brene Foundation or visit brene.com.
0: Does your son need a more challenging focused and encouraging educational environment? Renaissance Christian Academy is an affordable private school for boys located in McDonald, Georgia, with certified teachers that are uniquely equipped to help your son master learning. You're welcome to schedule a tour of our facilities by calling 770-305-9881 or by visiting our website at rcaboysacademy.org. Renaissance Christian Academy, developing young men to be great leaders through Christ-centered learning.
1: Welcome back, and we're so excited to have with us. I have left off the honor that's due, but this she's so humble that you would never know it, but uh, she, as she stated earlier in the introduction that she's actually the assistant pastor of St. Stephen's Missionary, Missionary Baptist Church, and so uh, she actually carries the title of Reverend. So, you know, and again, she's so humble. She she wouldn't even want to mention it, but I, I want to give acknowledgement to that fact, and. Uh, Thank her for carrying that role from the pulpit into the streets and to the communities where it really makes the difference. So we we thank you, Reverend. so we're going to continue uh, to learn about Jesus Set the Captive Free. You've heard some great information, uh, and I will reiterate that uh, right now I'm shaking in my foundational understanding of what homelessness is truly about and what it is. It's not the traditional thought that we just see when they're on the bridges, but that people can be homeless in their homes. And, um, you know, I thought that was very profound. I thank you for enlightening us with that. The other thing that I would share with you is that she mentioned that there are people who might have been released from incarceration, but they remain incarcerated uh, within their minds and you work towards that with your organizations to help free them and and i just say there's a profound work that they're doing so again i know we will say it at the end but please visit them on their website reach out to them find out how you can become involved how you can assist through volunteerism funding contributions and other ways because i am sure just listening to her for this very short period that she's thinking outside the box. So the traditional means by which you can help, I promise you, probably will fall short of what she definitely has available for you. So thank you very much. And let's just do this right now. You know, tell them how they can get in touch with you. Okay, we have a, we do have a website. It's
0: www.jesussetcaptivefree.org. And we do have an email address, jst. CF91754 at gmail.com, but it's all on our website, and our phone number is 404-322-8494.
1: Well, we thank you for that, and please take advantage of that opportunity to take part in a very meaningful um service organization that is about making a difference in the lives of those who are experiencing challenges in our communities. I I want to continue, and uh, again, she has identified the audience or the target service group as being veterans, uh, being those who are ex-offenders and those who are homeless. And so those who are homeless don't have to fit in those other categories. If you need some shelter, you need some assistance, understand that you can reach out to Jesus at the free, and they will be willing to assist you. But also if you are a veteran and if you are an ex-offender and you need some support and some assistance, again, reach out to them and, uh, again, utilize the phone number that's available to find resources that will help you um, become free. So um, we talked about the fact of all the great work that you've done and that you're continuing to do through the years. Um, You're located in Fulton County but you service the metro area correct i do do. so beyond just looking in the in the center of the county Understand if you're located in any of the surrounding areas that identify the uh, metro Atlanta area, Gwinnett County, DeKalb County, Cobb County, on the south end of Clayton County, and those. Palmetto? Okay. Mm. So, again, guys, you know, and and I would say even if you aren't in those service areas, just reach out. And I I promise you, if they can't provide the assistance, they really, if you go to their website, you look at their partnership, somehow they will find some way to help you get the assistance that you may be in need of um, so how can people or individuals as well as organa- organizations assisting your calls you know what, what are some of the needs that you have
0: well we have a we have a we have a r- real nice volunteerism okay. that you can volunteer all uh, right now we're working on a project and we have in, uh, in a, another house we actually were donated another house from one of our church members, mm-hmm. and um, we'll be able to house uh, six six more people that are single. Mm-hmm. And we're actually getting ready now to do some work in that house. And plus, we already have our house that's already yeah. has we have six people in. And plus, we have property that we don't have anything on it. It's been it's been a struggle in trying to get a new facility, but I know it's coming. Um, but if you really, really want to help us, you can help us through through that and helping us to find more homes and to create the ones that we have to, for better conditions for them to live in. We're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for donations. And we're always looking for more collaboration yeah. because the larger we are, the bigger we can touch hearts of people that are homeless or about. To become homeless in order to prevent them from being homeless. So, if you really want to help us and you don't have the financial, you can volunteer, but above all, you can pray for us and keep us lifted up.
1: Well, thank you, and remember to take advantage of that opportunity to contribute to making a difference and setting those who are captive free. Um, I would like to also uh, ask about, since we're talking about contributing in ways in which you are able, uh, but I I do want to focus on at least two of your annual events that you have by which you work towards raising funds. Uh, One is the annual banquet. You know, would you share with the, us uh, what is it um, and how can people become involved with that? Every year
0: we have we have our annual banquet or either brunch. For the last couple of years we've done a brunch because we found more people l- like to eat breakfast mm-hmm. than they do a lunch, I mean dinner. So we have actually, in the last couple of years, we've done a brunch. And it's on our website. Um... We usually do it the second weekend in every March of every year, um, around about in the morning times, mid morning. And we the tickets are very reasonable. This year we're having it March the fifth fourteenth at um at our church home. Uh the tickets are fifteen dollars or two for twenty five dollars, all you can eat brunch. And we usually have a little uh, talent show in there where some of our former um clients okay. are participating in, in, in it and some of our students young adults are participate mm-hmm. and every year we have a fashion show and a hat show it comes in uh late summer time and those are the main two fundraisers we have every year to help us to keep because we don't get a lot of federal funding we only fund it through um, pardons and parole, the rest of our monies, we have to make sure that we keep enough fundraisers so that we can keep the houses open. And one of the houses that we actually have, we don't have to pay rent because one of my church members donate the house, she pays the insurance, and all we have to do is keep the utilities going. And so uh, most of our, um, we have uh, some property that was donated us through United Way, Someone. Went on the website and saw Jesus at the captives free, and she said, that just startled my um, constituents, and we said, this is the organization we want to give this house to. Wow. So most of our stuff comes through you all, our public, those that have compassion
1: for the work that we do. Well, I tell you, uh, Reverend Williams, uh, you, you, I, 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 she said enough, guys, listen. There's no question that they're making a difference in the community, in the metro area. So trying to determine whether or not your money or your efforts will be used effectively, whether donated property or whatever, guys, it's obvious that it will definitely be put to great use in making an impact in people's lives. So I'm going to encourage you to reach out to them again at www.jesussetcaptivefree.com. .org, and be sure to find out about the annual um, breakfast, uh, brunch, as well as the fashion show. Now, I'm going to back up just a little bit because you said something there. You just slipped it in there. I'm going to grab and put it back a little bit. Now, you said a fashion show and hat show?
0: Yes. Okay, I heard something about a hat show. Yes. Um, we used to do the um, <clears throat> fashion show and the hat show separately. Okay. But we had such a great, it was such a great um response we, we decided to combine them okay this year and to um do a, a, on sunday after church okay. and we give a, a grand prize to the one that um has the uh, best hat and the best outfit. So,
1: so that's that's what I wanted to hear. But I, I I didn't know exactly where you were going with that. But it yeah. sounded like that hat thing must be some fun. So hats only for women? Because when you no, say, okay, no, we
0: have a young man that models yeah. and every outfit he has, on, he has a hat. Okay.
1: So and so the individuals are able to bring their own hats mm-hmm. and they model their own hats. Yes. Okay. So what if they have hats, a variety of hats, but they may not want to. Uh, model? Are they able to provide the hats? Yes, we have models
0: that were model <clears> On <throat> last year, we had a lot of um, models that was modeling other um, organizations' clothes. Okay. Um, and this year we hope we're hoping to have a um, young lady that was at the It's All About Me to yeah. come in and do some modeling yeah, okay. for us. Hopefully, yeah. we we haven't reached out yet, but that's yeah. what we're going. But if there's anybody out there who wants to participate or either help coordinate. We're always open, not only just to get the job done ourselves, but for collaboration in whatever we do, not only serving the homeless, but also getting stuff to provide for them. We also take collaborations also.
1: I tell you guys, there's some very fun activity right there. Now, they get to work, get their hands dirty with fixing up houses, rehabbing all those things, and going down the street, but they have fun, too. So I'm encouraging you. That I, I tell you, I don't know what our schedule is going to be about that time of the year, but we're going to look and stay tuned because I would like to see that had opportunity. And I'm going to go out on a limb again. You guys know me. I take some liberties, so she can always pull me back if she chooses to. But the fact of the matter is, I would bet that guys, those of you who are in the fashion industry, and you know who you are, some of you I know personally, and I'm going to reach out to you, but I think that this would be an excellent collaboration for you, even if I don't know you, if we haven't personally met, but if you've seen this, and you're in the fashion industry, guys, please reach out to them, find out how you can collaborate, get your wares out there, let people see what you do, but it's going for a great cause and uh, we're excited just to be able to have you here, Reverend Williams, and to hear the great things that you're doing in leading Jesus Set the Captive Free and um, I'm humbled to have you here today. You've increased my awareness of the whole Uh, conversation about homelessness. And and today in particular, my wife and I, you know, it's cold out here today. I think it was 16 degrees uh, was the temperature reading. And and from our car to the studio, our hands and feet were just, just cold, freezing cold. And, you know, we were just talking about the fact that, you know, people who don't have shelter, I mean, I just asked her, could you imagine being out in that weather for three minutes? Yeah. Because it didn't take us two minutes to get from the car into the building. And just to think about those who are not able to protect themselves from those elements. We want to thank you for the work that you're doing. We want to thank you for accepting the call and the challenge. We know it's not easy. But I know that the fact that you've done so well for so long that God is going to do nothing but continue to bring to you his hands, his feet, his mouth to help bring about cap- freedom for those who are captive. Uh, before we leave, again, we're all about sharing best practices, and I want to find out, you know, any advice that you just give to the general leader, the leader of nonprofit organizations out there, in which could help them just move their organization to the next level? Yes. Um, one
0: thing i like to say before I say that yeah. is, Every year we do a coat and blanket drive, and we do go under the bridge and pass our coats and blankets. We just did it uh, two weeks ago. So if you have coats and blankets, not something that you don't want, but something someone can use, we will appreciate them, and we will take them, and we'll pass them out. My my, uh, thing about making sure that we're doing the right thing is make sure you're the right person to do this job. It's a lot of people out here doing it, and they don't have the right attitude. They don't have the right perspective, and they don't have the right um, concept about it. But my thing to you is make sure that this is what you really want to do. Because if it's not the people that are out there, they may be homeless, but they're not dead. They can feel whether you're just doing it because there's a, there's a need to do it. Or you're doing it because you have compassion for what you're doing. And you, and the, and the best way to do that is serve with a smile and a cheerful heart. Sometimes conditions are bad. We're out there in the cold. We're out there in the rain. But guess what? We're just out there for a few minutes. Mm. They're out there for a lifetime. So if you can bring a sm- a smile and a warm heart to a cold situation, you want to imagine the people who don't forget you when you come back again. They'll say, Oh, that's that. The other day, the lady, the guy told me, he said, That's that lady with that fly hat. <laughs> I'm always, I always wearing different hats. And we started smiling, and I was like, He remembered. Yeah. You know, even though they're homeless, yeah. they remember the people that have compassion yeah. for what they do. Yeah. So, my thing, my nugget to you today is if you don't have compassion, Go back and seek God for that. And I promise you he'll give it to you because it's a great need for people to, feed, to service those that are homeless.
1: Reverend Robert Williams, thank you. And, you know, n- enough said. We thank you for tuning in to um, Let's Talk Nonprofits once again. Again, we thank our sponsors, SIP for your calls you can reach them at www.sipforyourcalls.org. We thank our other sponsors and advertisers as well. We also would like to remind you that you can reach all of our shows at bizlinks.tv, www.bizlinks.tv. And you can, again, tune in to us through our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash bizlinks.tv. If you would like to be a guest, we, again, we accept nonprofit leaders, experts in the industry, national international thought leaders. If you would like and philanthropists, if you would like to be a guest, just email us at let at bizlinks.tv. Listen, whatever you do today, again, do it with compassion, do it with love, do it with a smile. And as Sip for your call says, this sips for you.